Hello and welcome to Bar Afrique, the show where we tell the unexplored stories of African independence. I'm Lynn Tala. And I'm Sarah Masiwa. And Lynn and I have spent many a night with a cocktail in hand talking oh. about African decolonization. So we figured why not make a podcast out of it. All right, well, let's jump into the story for today. Our first guest is Goodness Aussie, born in Lagos, Nigeria, to an Igbo man and a Yoruba woman. We ask guests how they would like to be introduced, and Goodness goodness asked us to introduce him in this way. First of all, when we asked if we could introduce me, I said, oh, my name's Goodness. And then... (laughs) And then that was it. That was the way all I came. And you're like, do you have more about yourself? I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Here's my 23 and me, I guess. I don't know. It's fine. Oh, my goodness. It's fine. It's all good. So for each episode, we also decided that we were going to try out a different African-owned or inspired alcohol. And today, we are drinking Kamusha wine, founded by a Zimbabwean named Tanashe Numodoka, I hope I said that correctly. Having fallen head over heels for wine while working at the test kitchen in South Africa, Tanache wanted to try his hand at making his own. He founded it in 2017, and now Kamosha Wine is exported to the U.S., Zimbabwe, Kenya, and Netherlands. You know, in his native Shona language, Kamusha means your roots or your home or mm-hmm. your origin. And we are starting with the Sauvignon Blanc. Would you like... To serve us, please. Oh, yeah. Okay. As our guest, (laughs) would you like to serve us? (laughs) No, I'm like really... Reversing the patriarchy I know. Look at us. I'm actually really excited to try this. I am as well. I heard about this wine. um, They just released a documentary called Blind Ambition. Yeah. Which is about uh, Tinashe and some of his friends who basically decide to be the first team Zimbabwe at like the Olympics of winemaking. Yeah. Oh, there's an Olympics of winemaking? Yeah, there is. Um, and there's never been a Zimbabwean team before. Um, and I watched it with, I mean, I'm Zimbabwean. And I watched it with my family. You don't say. I am. <laughs> I am. And there's no bias in us picking a Zimbabwean drink first. But, well, I'm just saying, um, I put my my ethnicity in my intro, neither you did. Yes, I am, I am born of a, a Shana mother and a Shana father. Like We cried when we watched this film. Oh, oh wow. yeah. I feel like they've put so much of the experience of like homeness in yeah. it, which is really Oh, I love that. All right. Well, let's jump in, into the story for today. So today we are talking about Guinea, which is a West African country. In understanding the story, you first have to kind of understand France, which had colonized Guinea um, and, and really understand what their priorities were. So France kind of saw their colonies in two distinct blocks. Right, mm. so they have what's called L'Afrique Noire. <laughs> L'Afrique Noire. Isn't that a good album name, though? I'm just thinking, like <laughs> Black Africa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fit like very no, like like L'Afrique, like L'Afrique Noire. Like I feel like it'd make a great 1980s French funk album. You know, like she actually see I that. I can see that. I think it'd be great. Sorry, continue telling your story. <laughs> yeah. So L'Afrique Noire, um, which is Black Africa. Wow. Which does not Is there a white Africa? No, no. It's just, it's just black Africa. It's Russia. Uh, <laughs> and so the Freak Noir is kind of looking at like, you know, West Africa, Guinea, Senegal, Senegal, which was their most important colony at the time. Um, and then they have the, I'm going to say this, I say this terribly. 
Maghreb. You said it right. Oh, yeah. Um, so which is uh, North Africa. So you're looking at Morocco, Tunisia, and most importantly, Algeria. Mm. Who just won back. Who just won back. Who just beat the fucking French at the wheel cup. Listen. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about writing our wrongs. <laughs> We're coming for you. Um, okay, so um, so yeah, so the front French have these like two blocks. Maghreb? Maghreb? Maghreb, yeah. Okay. I'm going to point to Lynn whenever I have to say it and she'll just say it. Why, Lynn? Why should we point to Lynn? Lynn, it's fluent in French. I am from Cameroon, francophone side. But you know, you are part of l'Afrique Noire. I am definitely part of l'Afrique Noire. I didn't choose it, but that's how it was. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, okay, so um, Black Africa is really pro-French, right? Yeah. Um, within reason, oh, yeah, right? Okay. Um, it's not Stockholm Syndrome. It's, it is kind of Stockholm Syndrome. It basically it's, it's is Stockholm, Stockholm yeah. Syndrome. Yeah. They're like, you know what, I think... Algeria, Morocco, Tunisia, I think at that time, kind of looking at like the 1940s, mm. was much more outspoken right. about wanting independence. Whereas um, Black Africa, according to the French, um, I think they were much more about kind of trying to make the relationship with France work. Mm. Right. We all been in one of those. Yes. <laughs> making the relationship work. Um, anyway. Algeria in particular is important because what's happening in Algeria at the time in the 30s and then later on in 1945 is that they have these huge like pushes for independence where people mm. are like, we're so repressed that like this is not working for us. And they tend to kind of end in like violent upheaval. Mm. Then the French clamp down and then the French are like, everything's back to business, but it'll inevitably happen again. Talk about it. So Big fights and those bad relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so where our story starting is kind of 1945, Algeria's just blown up, right? France clamps down. And they're kind of like, we need to think of a new way to handle our colonies, right? It's post-World War II. They keep promising, you know, like things are going to be different, you know? That's what they all say. I know. That's it's what they like all say next. every single time. <laughs> Things are going to be different. Um, I swear, babe, it's not me. I was just really stressed. I'm that guy, though. I know I'm that guy as well. So, <laughs> Yeah. So, so France kind of designs, 1946, France comes up with this system called the French Union. Right? Yeah. Where they're like, you know what? We are one France. Oh, France. <laughs> we are one France. And um, in one France, it's basically... Oh, metropolitan France, and then everything else functions as an overseas department. And they promise, uh, hot topic for today, they promise that if you are a citizen of a French overseas department, you are just as French as someone who is like born and raised in mm-hmm. Paris, right? And that's yeah. why they win at FIFA right now, folks. <laughs> that's why, that's why they have Mbappe. Mbappe. That's right. 100%. So yeah. <laughs> You're just as French. Yeah. <laughs> which like, which is kind of why like the French union ends up failing, right? Because like the numbers don't make sense. Yeah. You know, if every French person outside France, so everyone in the colonies, is really a French citizen, they significantly outnumber people who are born and raised in France. Right. Um, And so there was this fear amongst French people that, like, France is going to become, like, a colony of her colonies. (laughs) Right. The colonies are going to rule us. Yeah. So because of that, they never really, like, you know, they never really... 
Melsh. They never Melsh really try. Melsh. They're like, this oh, okay. is a French communion, but like, we're not really going to try to give people like full rights. Right. right. Oh, wow. So, so it's like when you're like the head concubine and then there are other concubines. And you tell us about being the head concubine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was the best I could get to. There's probably like a sandwich analogy in terms of like a head condiment. <laughs> Condiment, like I know where I put my lettuce in the sandwich and where I put my meat in the sandwich. And okay, you know, I lost this metaphor a while back. It was a try. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the French Union, it because of this, it doesn't work, right? 1954. Wow, Algeria is not going well, and it's kind of like become a bit of a the, the French Union is seen as this failure. In France, people are like, you know what? You were kind of weak. You couldn't deal with Algeria. You couldn't kind of get things moving. You let your girl talk to you like that? <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. They're not happy. Damn, bro. That's UK. That's England. Uh, <laughs> That's so, crazy. <laughs> so the French Union fails. And and kind of the person who comes out of it is dun, 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 Charles de Gaulle. Mm. Who was this? I mean, we know who he we is. We know who he is. Yeah. I don't know him. They got a whole him. airport he's, named he's after this man. He's, he's an literally an airport. airport. He's an airport there. He's yeah. an airport there. You're right. He's just an airport. I flew into that dead man. Yeah. But what did he do to uh, come he, an So Charles de Gaulle is kind of this like legendary hero of World War II for France, right? Okay. Um, and interestingly, he doesn't take over as president right after World War II, but by 1954. I get it. Man wanted a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> But he's like, I'm tired of the war, man. Mm. But by 1954, that's where it's going. Charles de Gaulle is going to become president. Yeah. Um, and he comes on again with all these fresh promises. He's like, Africa, it's going to be different for you. Like, don't worry about it. It's great. Maybe I don't believe you like that. Um, Maybe I know he did you wrong. I ain't good to you wrong like that. <laughs> Sorry, don't worry. I'm going to this different. <laughs> okay. And then, it, so, in 19... Like, so four years later, he's elected as president, right? Congrats, Charles. And he's like... Can we call him CDG? He's like, CDG. <laughs> CDG is like Black Africa, not Algeria and Tunisia and Morocco. Just Black Africa. He's like, I'm giving you a choice. Mm. You can either join what I'm going to call the French community. He's like, you get yeah, we all read. these benefits. You get full autonomy of you, anything internal, right? So, like, oh. everything internal... That's your decision. But France would have control of all your foreign affairs, um, your defense, and your economic policy. Right. So basically, you really don't have control over yeah, it's anything. Yeah, like everything important. It's like, <laughs> this is my house, but you can clean your room. Yeah. <laughs> but you can clean your room. That is, that's perfect. That's wow. exactly what it was. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. CDG, dirty bad. <laughs> dirty bad boy. Sneaky. <laughs> he goes on this grand tour. Of, but he definitely said it nice, too. He was yeah. like, Africa. <laughs> L'Afrique Noire. I come to you. Can you translate for me? I come to you, L'Afrique Noire. <laughs> Je viens vers vous, L'Afrique Noire. Okay, okay. To offer you many promises. Pour vous offrir des promesses. Oh. That I will not fulfill. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Even in the negative tense, it's difficult. <laughs> like, like French, French people don't do this. There's no direct translation. Frenchmen um, not live up to their promises. Listen, 
Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> yes. Um, so Charles de Gaulle goes on this grand tour and he's like, you know, join the French community. But I'm it's learning. your choice. It's your choice. You don't have to. If you want this independence thing that they're asking for over there in Algeria and stuff, that is up to you. You can do that. But just a quick question. Yeah. Can you imagine being this man on this tour and being like to all your side hoes, like, do you want out? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Literally, he just went to all of his side hoes in succession and was like, look, like, you're not my main chick, but do you want out? <laughs> Knowing exactly what he wanted them to say, too. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, they're like, you're the father of our children. <laughs> I love you so much. And he's like, okay, but babe, do you want out? <laughs> yeah, that is 100% what's going on. CBG, man. <laughs> Got that BDE, man. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, so he's like, there's going to be a referendum when I become president. Vote yes for French community. Vote no. And you get independence but you basically have to, like, secede from France. Oh. Yeah. So this referendum happens. 11 nations, they all vote overwhelmingly to, like, join the French community in 1958. Mm-hmm. Except for Guinea. Oh. Yeah. And the Plot main twist. character has entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was all backstory. <laughs> I thought that was the story. I was like, oh, I stopped with That's my the eyes. end. Guinea gets independence. That's how they get independence. Did I? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but, okay, so let me explain what's going on. It's never that easy. It's never that easy. Um, so kind of rewinding back a little bit to, to understanding why Guinea had done this, where this came from, um, you kind of have to understand um, Ahmed Sekouture. Good name. Strong name. That's a really strong, strong name. name. Yeah. Um, One thing about us black people. Strong names. Strong names. names. Yeah. <laughs> strong names. I don't feel that strong about Sarah Masiwa, though. Okay. But what's your middle name? Terasai. That's a strong name. Okay. What does it mean? Um, It means like... To Not that we're going to steal your identity or anything like that for anyone watching. But <laughs> <laughs> It's... um. To look or like to see. But you know how like Christian African parents will like Christianify your name. So it's yeah. God. God has looked and seen your future. <laughs> <laughs> and he has <laughs> promised to give good. When the name had a meaning, it has no meaning. Lynn has no meaning? Lynn Sidoni Talamafutsing has no meaning. I'm okay, named after my godmother. <laughs> and then Mafutsing is like, I think my great grandmother's name or something. So many questions. <laughs> uh, okay, so Sekuture. He's born in 1922 um, in Guinea. He so, is the son of a... What's his sign? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't do the research. Uh, the He's a Leo. Research. For the story. He's a Leo. <laughs> and you know what? I'm a Leo too. There we go. <laughs> I don't think you like where this is going. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, so... Didn't do the research. Um, he's born to um he's the son of a Muslim farmer. At the age of 14, he kind of shows his first sparks of revolution. Um oh, and studying French. I have for like 15 years, but can't speak a word. Um, <laughs> but um Athens. yeah, at the age of 14, he leads a school, like a food strike in his school. 
Um, Start him early. Yeah, and he's he's quite revolutionary. Um, for he gets um, expelled, and that's the end of his formal education. Oh, but it's wow. he's a revolution Damn. in the making. <laughs> yeah, he becomes somebody. <laughs> He becomes a treasury clerk. Um, he works for the colonial government. But his side hustle is kind of that he becomes this like activist within the trade unions and the labor movement party. Um, yeah, he organizes the first successful strike in French colonial Africa. So 76 wow. days with the labor union. 76 days? They strike for 76 days. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, well, I can't go without Wi-Fi for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Go in. Whoa. Um, but yeah, but he is, he's a very strong orator. Um, he's kind of like described as like they. That's a word I miss. Orator. Yeah. It's just fun. It is. It's not used enough. No, no. no not at all. Um, but he's described as being a handsome young man. Dashing. Dashing. <laughs> um, with an infectious smile. Okay. Psychotory. Um, anyway. Do we know any of those? Any one of those? You don't know any one of those? Sorry. Um, we love you in this podcast. Um, we love our but, guests. We do. We do. We love our guests. Um, so, yeah. So, he kind of starts like his side hustle of like being in the trade unions and moving into politics. He partners with some people that we end up seeing um, later on in different independence movements. So, like, one of his co collaborators in the 1940s ends up being um, uh, Felix, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. You got this. Hufoyette Boignier. Oh. From, uh, who ends up being the first president of the Ivory Coast. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so that's kind of like his crew. But yeah, but he's elected to the French National Assembly. Um, so he becomes basically the representative of Guinea mm-hmm. in France. When... Charles de Gaulle comes to Guinea on this tour to basically convince everyone. CDG! CDG comes to convince everyone to, you know, come join the French community. The representative that he's dealing with is Seco Touré, who, it's such a strong name. Um, who, it's such a strong name. From the beginning, from like when de Gaulle comes, he's kind of like. In this corner. Yeah. It, In this corner. But that's what it becomes, though. Like this, like. Really? Yeah, these like two men who end up going head to head. Charles de Gaulle is not prepared to face kind of any resistance at that moment. But when he arrives in Guinea. He didn't know Guinea, his girls were talking to other girls. I mean, other guys, sorry. You know, other, either. <laughs> we don't <laughs> judge. We don't judge. We don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> they them the. <laughs> um, so Seko Turi makes this really, the speech that's like really famous now when Charles de Gaulle comes to Guinea. And he says, the notion of continuing French community, but he doesn't say this in English, so. I'm listening. It's I'm the just translation. In, I know, this but it's just, let me just. Yeah. The notion of continuing French community would maintain our status of indignity mm. and our status of subordination. Mm. We prefer poverty in liberation to or- riches in slavery. Listen. Bars. That is so good. Yeah. And it's kind of the speech that he becomes known for. And he does this like while Charles de Gaulle is there. I can't even imagine what CDG's face looked like when he was saying Try, this. Try though, because you were really embodying him earlier when you were doing that French translation. <laughs> I really believed it. I, you believed it too. He probably was it. speechless. Like this guy is really saying this to me right now. It's like this. Yeah. 
Uh, wow. Like tour, man. Wow. Yeah. And Charles de Gaulle's response is, then he says, then all you have to do is vote no. <laughs> he says, that's one of those, no, 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 that's one of those call collect text replies. It's like, text no if you want to be unsubscribed from this yeah. list. Like, yeah. party going down at 338. It's 28. Like, can't wait to see you there, homie. Turn up, turn but, up. No. Turn but CDG doesn't mean it. I'm sure he was mad when he, he was heard mad that as speech. Hell. Um, and he says, he says, I pledge, <laughs> he says, I pledge myself that nobody will stand in the way of your independence. But he's so kind of pissed off about it that he skips, he cancels the state dinner with Seko Turi. Oh, you don't want to look at this guy. Yeah. He was mad. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty pissed off. Um, like kind of in like wrapping up kind of what this what this means for Guinea, right? They're on this, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're the first ones to do this. They've yeah. made this, like, bold choice, this bold step. But CDG is pissed. Strong, independent Guinea. Yeah, but CDG is, is very, very pissed. Um, he, they always are. He kind of ignores afterwards, like, Sekoturi is kind of like, you know, France, we want to have a good relationship with you. CDG's like, nah. Nah, yeah. bitch. Um, and this is a list of the things that France did to Guinea in response to them um, voting no in the referendum. All the exes uh, are petty. They pulled all French aid. What? All French civil servants and army units withdrew within two months, including all the army doctors who were running the hospitals at the time. What? 3,000 administrators, teachers, engineers, and business people leave the country. Um, with them, they take anything that they deem as French property, including uh-huh. metal, medical equipment, furniture, telephones, and even the light bulbs. So CDG would rather leave these people basically for dead than to accept that they get their independence. I mean, but it's a breakup. But like, have you ever been in a breakup where they where take they your take light bulbs? <laughs> You imagine you come home, Not, you can't yeah, even turn on your phones. Oh, good. I know you. Goodness, 2.0 uh, is yeah, the life of Not yet. Not yet. I've never come home and not have the lights on, but um, it's a breakup. <laughs> well, see, it's a breakup. It's I'm not lying. Still. He's petty. He's petty. Petty as hell. He's petty. Is yeah. petty. Um, oh, they petty. anything that the French couldn't carry, they destroy or burn. They wow. burn medicine, uniforms. Government files and records. Oh, the police they are so sick smash for that. the windows of their barracks in the building. What is the point of giving? That's it? what I'm about it's to ask. I was about to ask. What is like? What do you gain? It's vindictive. It's to to say essentially you've made the wrong decision by you ain't even gonna find nobody better than me. You like, well, you want independence. <laughs> this is what independence looks like. Wow. Um, yeah. So cars, books, research instruments, um, horses. And cows on farms were killed. Um, what food in warehouses doing? burnt uh, and at poisoned. At the point, they're doing too much. It's too much. I was, I was with you to my fault. No, at this Even point, like the they're light bulbs make sense, but the cows. No. <laughs> at this point, they're just trying to kill these people. It's it's to teach them a lesson. It's to say you made the wrong decision. Wow. I kind of like it though. It's like I don't like it. I don't like it. That's the wrong <laughs> word. That's the wrong word. But I just mean in the sense of like, you ever hear those th- like those threats of like your parents being like, "I'm gonna drop you off in the middle of nowhere and you find your way back." Like that's what they did. <laughs> <laughs> they, 
But they, they really actually you know. find but your way back. But this is like the parents actually dropping you in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and so when Sekuture moves into the governor's mansion to begin kind of his, his rule, he f- even finds that the, like the plates have been smashed. Amen. Or the plates <laughs> wow. and cups. And he also learns that days before Guinea's declaration of independence, the French troops had discreetly emptied the central bank um, and carried its money in boats back to France. And you know what? This is why that country gets a bad rap on that continent today. Look at this shit. This is crazy. It's wild. It is wild. Like, okay, honestly, like, <laughs> like, okay, I don't want to like minimize this, but this, this happened to someone I know where they like, they broke up with someone that they were living with and like came home and the person took all the, the furniture in the house that they, so obviously it's not the same. It's, it's but it's the same. It's, it's, it's similar. Yeah, it's similar. yeah. It's I like going like, through the the breakup, and and your ex takes all the furniture and the light bulbs and kills your cows and changes the locks on your apartment door. So yeah, you can't and empties your in. bank account. <laughs> um, but at the just to, I'm already still at the bank. I'm still in the boats. I'm still in the, the boat with the cows. Money on the boats. I'm still in the boat. Um, but just to kind of. And us off at this point. I'm so excited um, for the next story. Yeah. <laughs> On December 12th of 1958, the Republic of Guinea was unanimously elected to the 80, as the 82nd member of the United States. Um, what? Wait, 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 what? It was, oh, sorry, not the, oh my gosh, sorry. <laughs> Let me go again. Let me go again. Let me go again. <laughs> DC Marvel collab right there, baby. It's the kombucha wine. Um, um, oh my God, take us home. I've had a lot of alcohol this morning. Um, on December 12th, 1958, the Republic of Guinea was unanimously elected to the, as the 82nd member of the United Nations. Okay, okay. that makes, uh, makes more sense. sense. <laughs> and now we will be switching to... The red kombucha wine. Are we switching the red kombucha wine? Yeah. Yes, we are. Can I break the seal while we switch? Yeah, we're going to yes. be right back. We're going to be right back. All right, and we are back. But first, I think mm-hmm. we should talk about this kombucha wine. This white wine it's is so good. very good. It's white wine so, in so the good. summertime, white wine in the wintertime. I'm finding my roots even as my branches might be shivering. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And now we are trying the red wine, the Cabernet Sauvignon. First impression, how do you like it? It's actually very good. Okay. I mean, like, um, like this is my type of wine, so I feel like... Oh, you're a red wine kind of guy. I am a red wine. I love red wine. I didn't know that. Favorite red wine? Kamusha wine. Honestly, yeah, I'm, just, I'm a big. You can fan. have other sponsors. So I don't know why you're saying that right Sponsor, now. But honestly, I'm a really big fan of this. this is yeah, this but is the only really thing good. is, it makes me sleepy. Um, oh. One word for the wine. One word for the story in part two. Um, like prep me. The wine is um, one word. One word. Smooth. Hey. Awesome. And the story for the word for the story is um, light bulb. Light bulb. Aka Petty. Every All time, right. every time one of you does something to me, I'm gonna be like, "Don't take my light bulb." <laughs> 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 
So what happened next? Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Still- so you are secretary. You've I'm secretary. You're secretary. Um, Dashing and smile. You're you're running Guinea now, and and France is like really fucked you over, basically. Hey. It failed, and you're like, fuck. What am I supposed to do? Hurt people, hurt people. I'm just gonna say that right now. Oh, that's true. Um, but basically, uh, CDG is not done. Um, he comes back and he says that Guinea actually owes a huge debt to France. Um, he oh says my that. God! Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know I took that so personally. It's oh, all the people. Oh my God! From somebody else. Jesus. He says that between 1948 and 1958, France had contributed, both in public and private funds, 78 point million dollars. Point seven. I've had so much alcohol. 78.7 million dollars to development plans in Guinea. And now they should pay it back with interest can you imagine can you imagine just just bear with me for a second if your ex if your ex came back to you after the relationship and said you know what all those dinners i paid for pay me pay back. me back pay me back right now those gifts those anniversaries pay those birthdays pay me back that flight to visit your grandma when she was sick pay me back insanity insanity smack the man out of his mouth this country has the most audacity. No, he has caucasity. <laughs> no, See, she has the original caucasity. What it is. He caucasity. probably invented that behavior. No. A hundred percent. And and it's important to note that in this moment, like Guinea doesn't have its own currency. It's still using the French currency. Kick them all their down. Uh, the the <laughs> franc, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and France has also immediately removed it from the free market, even though um 80 to 90% of Guinea's exports are going to France. Oh, damn. Whew. So it's it's not good for No, secretary. that's not good at all. It's it's not good. And and you're kind of looking at like Secretary and what he does when he's in this isolation. He tries to establish a relationship with the only other independent African country in his vicinity, which is Ghana. Okay. Mm. It's kind of limited in like what they can do. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is still within yeah, this French community. community. Um, Could he, you repeat what year this is? This is now example? 1958. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, he then, this is a bit complicated. Secretary claims that he sent a letter to Dwight Eisenhower asking for relations with the U.S. The U.S. Captain to this, America. <laughs> The U.S. to this day insists that they never received the lesser. And Bullshit. you know what? <laughs> take that shit with the grain of salt. Because take that shit with the grain of salt. You can decide um, on decide your for yourself uh, whether or not Sekutori sent the lesser. Um, Britain is really slow to like establish any kind of diplomatic relations as well. Right. Um, and so what ends up happening is like the Eastern European countries and really the Soviet bloc. Talk about it. Are the ones who, who are really it. enthusiastic. Yeah. Right. They kind of step into, they send tra- trade missions, um, they send gifts of like kind of arms mm. and, and and things that Guinea needs in the moment. Yeah. So you're talking East Germany, Bulgaria, Poland, Czechoslovakia. Dikuyu. <laughs> They're really enthusiastic. And Segoture, um, you know, throughout what ends up happening within the next decade is really like the U.S. and and the West really accuse him of being communist and and kind of say that 
Guinea is part of this Eastern Bloc. But one thing that I want to say is that. There is such a big pattern of this happening with yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. many African countries during this time with the West being like, oh, we can't help you. So they go to the East, turn Europeans to like ask for help. Yeah. And then the U.S. is like, oh, communism. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, shit, we can't let them be communists. Yeah. It's a it's huge water. pattern that happens during this time. Yeah, and it's and it, I mean I would I don't want to get too into it, but it's still happening today, right? A hundred percent. Um but things Jesus. escalate. Right. So this French community things fall apart. This, <laughs> this amazing French community, <laughs> which everyone wanted to be a part of, by the nineteen sixties, only two years later, it, the it French wasn't community. working. Exactly. Yeah. The French community, the most dysfunctional group chat. Yeah, of literally <laughs> the most dysfunctional. Everyone wants to exit the group chat. Um, and it's not working. It's not working. And 1960 is such a specific year, too, because yeah. so many of them get independence yeah. that year. Yeah, and, and I think that's exactly, yeah. Have Go you guys ahead. ever had a friend, like a group chat that just didn't work? 100%, yes. I leave. What did you do? I once got kicked out of a group chat without my consent. I don't want to. I think that's. I don't want to air people kick. out. But in grad school, I got aired out. I got like kicked out of a group chat because I wasn't participating enough. That's but what it, happened to me. <laughs> they were like, "You just don't respond enough," and I was like, "I got kicked out." And it was like week two. Week two, <laughs> voted off the island. No rooms. And I was kicked out. Sorry, mate. If group chats aren't working, either I mute them. Or I leave. I have no shame in leaving. I'm sorry. That's Damn. why you got kicked out. <laughs> Damn. You knew what they were doing. And you know what? That's okay. That's okay. It's okay. But yeah. Um, Thank you for indulging. <laughs> the French community. It's not working. What happened? So in January of 1960, French Cameroon gains independence. 100%. <laughs> um... It gains independence, um, but it's still kind of in this, like, you know, using the franc. It's still within, like, this Talk monetary it. system. Yeah. Um, uh, but what ends up happening is within two, within two years of, like, kind of being in charge and kind of going back and forth with France, Seiko Touré is convinced that this, this is not working with France, right? So he decides to create his own central bank. And that Guinea will start using its own currency. Amen. France is pissed. <laughs> Listen, at what point is France not pissed? Amen. <laughs> like, no, you don't. Um, what are you gonna do, bro? What are you, what are you gonna do? No, you don't. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh man. <laughs> and so, 1960 coincides with. France and, and de Gaulle's government in particular. And the Great Depression in America. So Eisenhower definitely lost that letter. We're so lucky to have you on this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, I tried. Um, um, <laughs> de Gaulle's government kind of, it begins this thing that we're probably going to see in many, many episodes over the lifetime of this government. Airports. Which is called the SAC, the oh. Service d'Action Civique, right? And it's this secret militia group that's designed to do anything at any cost to back up de Gaulle's policies in Africa. Ride or die, baby. Like mercenaries. It is a bit, yeah, it is mercenaries. It, I mean, they hire mercenaries and yeah. it kind of has different iterations moving forward, but it's kind of like, like France's off book 
like secret secret KGB? They're KGB. They're they're KGB. Like they're like, you know what? When the African countries get out of line, yeah. We'll give them independence, but we're kind of gonna we're use still, this group. We're still to, monitoring you. To basically. cause some shit and cause some shit they do. Um Ooh. and cause some shit they still do today. Yes. Yeah. But that's another episode. Yeah. And so we kind of climax with this moment in nineteen sixty. You know, Secretary, CDG not getting along. Yeah. Right. It's escalating. France is super pissed about the central bank thing, about their own currency thing, and it decides. How is the currency doing? I mean, it's a new currency, right? Interesting. Um, but the SAC kind of has two goals, right? Um, it is number one, they want to cause economic collapse in Guinea to make Secretary vulnerable. And number two, oh. they would like to arm insurgents to overthrow him. And this is this is like wild because like the benefit of hindsight is we have access to these documents that literally yeah. show this kind of discussion happening and Don't like this kind of mission wild, statement. Because like this discussion is definitely happening today about countries we don't have the documents for. Yeah, we don't have the you know. But talk yeah. about it. Like same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so, um, with the help of Ghanaians who had kind of taken refuge in Senegal, France starts to arm and train insurgents, um, with the goal of starting a civil war in Guinea. They're like, we're going to teach Secretary a lesson, um, and we're going to overthrow him. Wait, time out. Let's just rewind that for me. So there are Ghanaians who left Guinea after they got independence Mm -hmm. and went to Senegal Mm -hmm. and France is like, you're upset? We're upset? Let's go back to Guinea? <laughs> it's mutually think, beneficial. So they launched what is called Operation Persil. Persil? Mm. Yes. How do you spell it? P-E-R? P-E-R-S-I-L. Named after the laundry detergent because what? it washes dirt away. Oh, my God. Stop. No, no, no. I'm being serious. I'm not joking. We have to stop. No, I know you're not joking. Stop for a second and we have to. We Do you guys have like have a racist sound down. effect that you like dub in over where it's just like, like we have to racist. break this we have to break this down one minute. Can you imagine hating black people so much that you call your operation laundry detergent? Laundry detergent. Wow, that is information I did not know and will remain f- with me you know, until I go it to just hospice. Makes me, it just makes me think. <laughs> Anytime I ghost a white girl from now on, it's just going to be tied to go. <laughs> <laughs> tied to go. If I'm on a bad day with a white person, tied to go. Oh <laughs> my God. I don't know what this like... Invented. This, this, I appreciate it. The name of that operation just did something to me. Yeah. It invigorated this newfound. Yeah. So I don't want to say hatred, but I think this is. How do you spell that? P R. No, you spell it R A C I S P P E R S I L. Yeah, it's no, it's literally there's documentation showing that is literally named after oh, the laundry detergent. If there was anything more racist in the world, then it's the name of this operation. It's no, because no, no, I no. Am no, you guys got actually, more stories. I'm very excited. I am actually unbelievable. So shocked right now. That's yeah. profound. Yeah, no, that no, is it is, and and that's kind of, that's kind of where we are at this moment. It's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's no, but that's it's the truth, right? I should have paid you to come here. This is just mind blowing. <laughs> <on> mind blowing. <laughs> I mean, that's where the light bulbs, then the money. No, <laughs> but that's where we are. It's kind of like France is like seeing these countries. The French communities failed, right? Within 1960, a bunch of countries will get independence anyway, regardless of what happened in Guinea. Yeah, but they kind of have this. CDG has this personal vendetta. Vendetta to no, it is. Vendetta. It's a vendetta to settle with Sekotori. Like, and it really he forms this thing to kind of. I think it really Teach has a lesson. It has to do with the fact that Sekotori was just so like set in his convictions that he wanted his country to have independence. And I think and just, he kind of had this belief, which I, I don't think is totally fair in that, like, if you were harsh enough on Guinea, it would prevent other African nations for from seeking leaving. the independence that they wanted. Yeah. Set an example. Right. Set it, an was, example. it was. It was and basically kept, what he wanted to do. Yeah. Okay. So Operation Purcell. They're like, we're going to overthrow Secretary. Hashtag whitewash. Right. Um, so what they do is that they they flood Guinea in particular with like f- counterfeit money. Wow. Oh my God. Right. They start printing their own money that looks exactly the Shit same. Shit just isn't fun anymore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and they flood Guinea. It isn't fun anymore. Isn't fun. I don't know why we care about elections when we're not having elected officials do this. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Can you imagine if the president of Canada is like, you know what? I want to get back to the U.S. Monopoly money. Monopoly money. That's exactly what they do. And and it's particularly effective because like the money that they print is more like climate resistant than Guinea's actual money. So it tends to circulate more longer. in the economy than like the, the currency that they're using. Um, but the problem is that there's a number of leaks around this operation. A number of what? Leaks. Okay. Guinea finds out what's going on. Um, even though it's having a huge effect on the Guinean economy, um, Guinea, I guess... Guinea should just claim it all. They'd but be like, it's Guinea, all our money. Guinea, I guess, <laughs> in the naivete of not realizing kind of France's role in this, complains to France that, like, this thing is happening. Um, and France obviously ignores them because they're like, Bro, that's that. crazy. Me. <laughs> they're like, oh, no, that's happening to you. What can I do? <laughs> Who would ever think to do such a thing? Yeah, it's, and it's really, it's really terrible for uh, like Guinea's economy. The turning point of this whole thing is that in on the 10th of May in 1960, the Senegalese police sees a large shipment of weapons that's headed to Guinea. Um, and that had been kind of organized by the French government for Operation Purcell in order to arm the insurgency, right? Mm. Senegal opens an official investigation. There we go. They, you know, make many complaints to France. And, mm. and because they have this proof, mm. it, it, is, it gains much more international traction, traction than mm. Guinea's complaints. Mm. Um, and it's kind of taken as, as evidence that like France has been fucking around with Guinea <laughs> um, and, and causes this like huge international upheaval to a scale in which France is so embarrassed by what's happened wow. that Operation Purcell shuts down. Wow. <laughs> when Jesus say yes, no, <laughs> say no. When Jesus say yes. Wow. I like to do this segment called Where Are They Now? Yeah. Um, <laughs> t- Roll credits. <laughs> Seco Ture, um kind of becomes known as like this legendary, like 
Like the man that stood up to the West and won. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. That's my new gamer tag. <laughs> unfortunately, oh. he is a terrible dictator. Um, he goes let's, after let's talk about it. anyone who is caught in opposition to him. An estimated 50,000 people are killed in concentration camps. Um, about a million people flee the country um, to kind of avoid them. He horrifically oppresses the people of Guinea. Um, but the sad thing is kind of he uses Operation Purcell and kind of the proof that existed. As justification. Not justification, but to kind of fuel this idea that the West has this agenda against him, which, I mean, they do. Yeah. They do. They do. But, but he, he kind of goes into a place where he starts to accuse many, many countries of like trying to overthrow so him. He gets so paranoid. He gets very paranoid. Paranoia is a self-fulfilling prophecy. It yeah. is. You know, he's kind of going off to like East Germany. He's going over the Ivory Coast. Yeah. You know, Ghana. He's he's really. Ghana. Yeah, he's really like the US. Like he's really wow. like everyone is trying to overthrow him. And because Operation Purcell was proven, he kind of has the ammunition to do it. Damn. Wow. Um, and so he, it be, and, and I think it kind of begins this pattern that I'm sure we'll see over like many episodes of these great nationalists and becoming that's, I was just about to say dictators. that to you that, that to you that like one of the things that makes me so sad with a lot of these stories is that the people who rise up as the anti-colonial leaders, the anti-Western leaders, become such dictators to their own people. And I think, like you said, a lot of it has to do with paranoia, mm. you know? And it's, it's sad, and it sucks for the people who live in that country because they're like, you know, wow, we've got this leader now who really cares about us. But again, power is a hell of a drug. Yeah. When you have that, and you, you don't know when to stop. Yeah. It's crazy just to see the fact that he was like so anti-colonialist from the age of 14 to being this insane dictator. Like, what is that trajectory? Like, what is that? You yeah. know? And again, it's a consequence of colonialism. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. No, it's true. Goodness, how are you feeling? I feel I'm like... King Lear, you know, I feel like King Lear. I feel like Macbeth. I also don't want us to cry yet because I know what red wine can do to a soul. And there's more in the credits to rule. So I want to know where the rest of these people end up because I'm ended to I mean, a that's, new gamer tag. That's pretty much it. Like oh, it's Charles, just de Gaulle, Charles de Gaulle has an incredibly successful presidency. He does. Um, as Fran in as president of France. Um, no, he's he dies. France. Yeah, no, he's, he's France. France. He is France. He's France. <laughs> he dies. He dies shortly um, after leaving the presidency. Yeah. But assassination? You know, no. <laughs> Lucky Was him. Was an interesting death. Lucky no, him. No, no, he 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 dies of sickness. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Charles de Gaulle, that's where he ends up. Charles de Gaulle. Um, and, he's, and he's still considered this like French icon in many ways. And Secretary, he rules for 26 years until his death in the 1980s. How old wow. did he die at? Um, he was born 1922 and he would have died 1984. Girl, I'm not good at math. How fast 62. is your math? 62? How fast 62. is your math? Okay. Yeah, he died of a heart attack. 
that's kind of where we end. And I think I wanted to tell this story in particular because I think there's many countries which struggle to prove yeah. kind of what the colonial... Gaslighting. Gaslighting. That's gaslighting. the perfect word. Gaslighting. And then literally gaslighting the vehicles, the medicals, yeah. the but, financials. Uh, yeah. But there is so much proof, so much documentation, so much evidence around Operation Persil and, and what it was for and what it was I'm meant to do. I'm really interested in that. Yeah. And again about... I think, did you say that all of this stuff was like, there are records of these things? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even be surprised if the French tried to classify this mm. stuff. You know, like who wants to be known to have named an operation after a detergent? It's not a good Knowing look. Knowing what detergent is it's for. Not it's look. not a good look. Not at all. They um, have so many other words too, you know? They have like really pretty words in yeah, French. Yeah, like it's such, <laughs> it's such, Like Lynn, what's your favorite word in French? Listen, I don't have the capacity to name She's like, <laughs> she's like, I can't speak French anymore because of my allegiance to Guinea. It's um, just, like, I think it's just insane. And then I think the way with this podcast, especially, we're going to, you start connecting the dots between countries yeah. and who colonized who, you'll start to be like, hey, what the fuck? This shit is crazy. Like this. There shit better be a visual. I want a. I want a graphic. Can I have like a bingo card on like colonized countries? Can I please? I, it's, it's, can, keep up with that? We can make that happen. Just think about it. Season yeah. two, baby. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna end that. Yeah. Thank you, goodness. Thank you guys so thank much you for having me. Thank you, goodness, so much for joining us. It was fucking amazing. And thank you, listeners. The story wasn't amazing, but like following the story was us terrifying. on this journey, and I hope. You drank some African-owned or African-inspired alcohol while you were listening to the story about Guinea and Guinea and Sakoture. Yeah, I hope you learned something. I hope it connected the dots about something, maybe in your own country or the countries you know on the continent. And stay tuned for the next episode. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sorry, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much wine. I had a good <laughs> thank you, and see you on the next episode.